on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Monday. Happy MLK Day to everyone. Hope everybody's enjoying their days. A lot of folks are off of work today, Uh, but we're at it. We're hammering it down. We're making things happen here on play-by-play, and we hope everybody's having a great start to their day and enjoying uh, their holiday. We've got a fun show coming your way. In the next segment of the show, we're going to go to South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley. Uh, Coach will be chatting with us about some high school basketball and you know maybe some NFL playoffs and some of the different things happening in the world of sports. Uh, we'll have Coach on in the next segment of the show. Then we've got Brandon Brown of Terrebonne Basketball. His team fell on Friday in a hard-fought, very competitive game. The Tigers go down out on the river. We'll chat with him about that. And then uh, 12-15, we'll have Andrew Kaiwet of the HL Bourgeois Braves. His team got a win on Friday beating Thibodeau in a very thrilling and very competitive contest there. Um, we got our W's and L's, weekend W's and L's. Oh, man, so much happened over the weekend. You got NFL playoff games, and we'll chat about that. Certainly hot and heavy in our W's and L's. Then at the bottom of the show, we'll get our betting picks. So today's going to be fun. It's going to be fast-paced with a lot of coaching guests. We'll get a lot covered, and uh, we'll make it happen. On Friday, the girls' basketball scoreboard was as follows. You got the Central Lafouche Trojans go and play East St. John out in East St. John, and they fall 48-36. to Tough result for the Lady Trojans who are beginning to get in a little bit of a rut. District play has not been kind to them so far. Destrahan played Terrebonne. No score has been reported. It's absolutely positively inexcusable that we're now still three, four days removed from the game, and that score is not reported. Do better. Get your scores in. Thibodeau defeats HL Bourgeois 58-44. Good win for Thibodeau over the Braves. They take care of business and get a big district win over a district rival. Um, Let's see. Hanville was off from district, but they did play De La Salle, and they got a 52-37 win. So good win for the Lady Tigers, getting a victory over a quality opponent and keeping some momentum. University Lab defeats Assumption 60-49, to so Assumption falls. Assumption's actually been playing some good basketball on the girls' side of things, but they fall in that one. Morgan City and Lutcher were due to face off. No score reported on that one in the girls' basketball side of things. We had uh, on Friday, Ellender beats South Lafouche. Um, decisive win for the Lady Patriots. They... Started off slow, started off flat, but ended up pushing the tempo, getting up and down the floor, pressing, doing all the Ellender stuff right, and showing why they're the defending state champions. They get a comfortable win over South Lafouche on Friday. Patterson gets a 48-8 girls basketball win over Berwick, so a tough result for Berwick. Patterson puts it on them good. St. James defeats E.D. White 44-33. That's a district game in 8-3A, just like Patterson and Berwick was. St. James gets a 44-33 win over E.D. White. Then we also had um, Homa Christian School was scheduled to play Higgins. That game got canceled, so no game there on the girls' basketball side. Covenant Christian loses to Highland Baptist 56-31. Tough result for CCA on the girls' basketball end. 
Boys basketball scores from Friday night. Central Lafouche goes on the road and gets a huge win over East St. John, 54-45. Big-time win for the Trojans, defeating East St. John. Central had gone on the river and had started district and had lost some close, very competitive games. Well, they finally got one. They win 54-45 over the Wildcats. Destrehan defeats Terrebonne on Friday. No score has been reported, I could tell you. I know that Destrehan did win that game. And again, get your damn scores reported, man. What are we doing? But Destrehan does get a win there in that one. Uh, we told you about East St. John beating or uh, falling to Central Lafouche. We can now tell you about H.L. Bourgeois beating Thibodeau 54 to 48. The Braves get a victory over Thibodeau, go on the road, and show probably as much character as we've seen all year, as much guts and resilience as they've shown all year. Going on the road, getting a win in a hostile environment. That's probably the top win for H.L. Bourgeois so far. It's a young group. It's a group that stumbled. They've stubbed their toe a lot this season. But for them to go on the road and get a six-point win in that environment, in district play, that that shows some guts and some grit. And a good job for H.L. Bourgeois getting that one under their belt. Hanville defeats De La Salle 56-42. A great win for a Hanville team that I think is going to be set up to make a run. Like I don't think there's any other way to slice the apple. They're going to make a run. They're going to be in great shape. Lutcher gets a 60 to 50 uh 60 to 59 win over Bell Chase in non-district play. A great win for Lutcher, who's kind of the unknown, right? We don't know a whole lot about them. We know they're going to be athletic. We know they're going to probably have some size, be quick. Don't know how good they are in comparison to the Bayou Region teams. We're going to find out soon when district play starts. Patterson gets a 73 to 46 win over Morgan City, a good win for the Lumberjacks who they're just good, man. The Lumberjacks of Patterson, they've got so much athleticism on that team. Saw them earlier in the year when they were just starting, um, and they've just continued to soar. Central Catholic of Morgan City gets a 56-24 to win over South Terrebonne, so it's a good win for Central Catholic, beating the Gators. Berwick played Port Barry. No scores reported as of yet. We told you about Patterson and Morgan City. We shift down to 2A, where we tell you that Homa Christian School got a 59-51 win over Haynes Academy. Great win for Homa Christian. Coach Richard Jones, good friend of the shows. His team gets a big win in non-district play, continuing to position themselves well. Central Catholic, we told you they beat South Terrebonne. CCA falls to Highland Baptist 50-25. to Tough result for CCA, who's been struggling a little bit on the boys' side of things. So that sets the stage for tonight. You'll be able to listen to high school basketball coverage tonight on KLEB. <clears throat> Six o'clock, we've got boys varsity, South Lafouche versus Central Catholic. Um, single header action in terms of what we're broadcasting. That broadcast is sponsored in part by Complete Wireline Services, the Community Church of Grand Isle, Advanced Eye Institute, State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios, State Bank and Trust Company, Complete Occupational Health Services, Dufresne Building Materials, Golden Motors, Joe Septic Contractors, and Lady of the Sea General Hospital. That's tonight, South Lafouche and Central Catholic. Thursday, South Lafouche will be taking on Assumption. Those are both boys broadcast. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, we got some middle school action here on the network. Tuesday, we'll be broadcasting Golden Meadow against Vanderbilt. And then Wednesday, we'll be broadcasting LCO against Oaklawn. So we've got some double barrel, middle school, high school, you know, uh, the Lafouche versus Terrebonne action, and we can't wait to see how those games play themselves out. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Brian Colley. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. 
Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufreenlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. It's Mike to tell you for Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely driven from within at Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, 
guaranteed. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. It's Monday at 1145. It means we're going to go to South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley, who's on the line. Coach, good morning, buddy. No, it's tough times for you, but thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, NFL playoffs, we'll get to that in just a second, but we got a high school ball game tonight. Tarpons will be taking on Central Catholic of Morgan City. Uh, tough matchup. Uh, every time South Lafouche and Central Catholic play one another, it's close, it's competitive, comes down to the final minutes. And put yourself in Brody Williams' shoes for a second. Whenever you're in a game like that, I'm sure you got to be thinking like, hey, it's going to be close, like it's on me to be next to perfect because every one of those little moves you make during the game might end up deciding the game. Yeah, you know, just like in the past, it seems like with, uh, with, with solid food basketball, you got to play four quarters. Uh, you can't really make one mistake because that could be the mistake that costs you in the end. But uh, Central Catholic and Oregon City, again, well-coached team. They do all the little things right. Uh, they can really shoot the basketball and – Every time we play them, it's a it's a physical game, and it's uh, it goes back and forth. So I'm expecting uh, the same thing for tonight's game. On Friday, um, I think that there were a couple of things that were very telling. Is that first, you know, Daniels was was a force while he was out there on the floor, and and Ellender didn't have anybody that could guard him man on man. But the second thing, and I think this is the thing that Brody's going to have to work on his guys with, is when he was not on the floor, when he was sitting with foul trouble, or when he was out the game eventually fouled out, it felt like the guys were defeated. Like, oh, well, BJ's out, so it's over. That's not necessarily got to be the case. Like, other people need to step up, and I think that the mindset and the body language after BJ went out of the game wasn't good enough, and... Yeah, I guess the guys are still competing and still trying. Don't want to question their effort. But you could just see the shoulders started slumping and people started feeling a little sorry for the situation that they were in. And it allowed Ellender to take advantage. Like, the body language has got to be better, man. It's a full team effort. Yeah, it has to because what's happening, uh, I think it's putting more and more pressure on BJ where knowing that he has to, to dominate for this team to have success. And I'm not saying that's the case, but it seems like, that's the way they're thinking right now. And if that's the way they think, well, it's more pressure on BJ. And I think we saw it on Friday night where normally early in the year, he would play through some early foul trouble. And he wouldn't get in and, you know, pick up that third or fourth foul earlier. And what that is doing is he's feeling more pressure. So he, he thinks he has to do a little bit more just like trying to block that shot well, maybe with three fouls or four fouls, whatever. Yeah, it's four fouls, the fifth one he picked up. And 
if he doesn't feel all that pressure, he has to do everything for him. You know, maybe he just stays away from that situation and, and just gives it the, the bucket instead of picking up that foul. So, uh, yeah, you, you have to play the team basketball game, and the Torpens are going to have to definitely find a way if he gets in foul trouble to uh, to withstand that, and BJ is going to have to do a, a better job of realizing he doesn't have to do everything and put more pressure on himself, and that's where he picks up those generous uh, I would call them cheap fouls because uh, they weren't necessary. That is a great segue, and you're reading my mind because, you know, <laughs> you didn't know I was about to ask you this question, but I'm going to. We mentioned during the broadcast is that, look, it's not an issue of committing fouls. You want to be aggressive and you want to, you know, do things. It's eliminating the unnecessary fouls that I think is a big thing. The fifth foul was an unnecessary foul. With four, you don't need to be challenging that dunk. There was a little over-the-back, reach-in type of foul. That's an unnecessary foul. There was a charge call that was just a bad call. But other than, like, he needs to make sure that if he's going to commit a foul, he's got to get his money worth, and he needs he needs to get rid of those cheap ones because they pile up, and it ends up getting you chased out of the game. Yeah, it does. You win all the time. Those uh, early cheap fouls come back and, and bite you on the butt at the end. But, you know, BJ's a smart player, and I, I think he'll uh... – He'll have it figured out tonight, knowing that uh, you know he has to stay on the court for as much as possible. And these other guys, to realize, look, they they won a game without him. They played well against Terrebonne without him, so they can definitely get the job done. It's just they got to have some confidence, and uh, you know, and they think it gives them a shot all the time. Is they just play so darn hard, and they play smart on defense, taking charges. So that that's always going to give them a shot to uh, to be competitive. And if they can keep doing that. And just make a few more shots on the outside. They, they can uh, withstand some time without BJ on the floor. When you're facing a team like Central Catholic, and we make the joke often that you know, hey, we see Coach Case at all of the different games, and some of that I'm sure is scouting. Some of that is just you know, hey, basketball fan likes to go catch some games. As a coach, when you're watching somebody, can you know too much? Like, can you become too consumed in what the other team is doing that you almost forget, hey, we've got to play well, too, if we want to have a chance. Can there be a, a point where you know too much information and you focus too much on the opponent and not enough on yourself? And look, I'm not saying that that's what they're doing, not at all. But I'm just saying, as a coach, when you were scouting and stuff, did you ever think, like, man, like maybe I should be a little more worried about us and maybe a little bit less about them? Absolutely. And uh, you got to worry about yourself all the time. And what what I would do a lot of times if I would see uh, people scouting us, I mean, uh, Zush was, would come watch us play all the time, and uh, he was watching everybody play. He was always in a gym, and I would throw some things out knowing that we're not going to do this against them, but I would throw things out so maybe he has to work on things in their practice that to maybe combat what we were doing knowing that we weren't going to do any of that at all. So that would take him away from maybe concentrate on his team, what they ought to get done, and give him some practice time, unnecessary practice time, to try and combat what we he thought we were going to do, but we weren't going to do. <laughs> Talk about playing chess, man. That's that's some good stuff. I didn't, I didn't realize that that's how it was. Uh, we've got some middle school action this week. Golden Medal will be taking on Vanderbilt. We'll be at that one. Uh, LCO and Oaklawn, that's another broadcast there. So impressed with uh, our local middle school teams. And, look, I'm, I'm talking about Golden Medal and LCO right now, but, look, we've seen Lockport. They're impressive. Raceland, I saw them. They're incredible. I've seen the Thibodeaux. We saw Sixth Ward. Um, 
there's a lot of really good coaching. I know we've talked about that before, but there's a lot of really talented players, and the kids are learning to play the right way, and that matters. And I think that in the next few years, that's going to equate to high school success based on the way that the kids are being guided right now at the middle school level. Yeah, 100% it will because uh, these coaches that we have in place in the middle school and in, in the area, it's not so much about you know winning and losing. It's the fundamentals of the game, teaching them the game. And you know the, a big thing is the why part. Yeah, okay, we're going to do this, but the, these kids are understanding why they're doing these things, not just, okay, we're going to go through a practice just because we have to, to work on, you know, on defense sliding our feet. The understanding the why part, you know, keeping their shoulders square, the, the offensive guy in front of you. And that is a huge part uh, that's going to help the high school ranks in, in the near future. And it, it's, uh, it's fun to watch these middle school teams play with them. Just I, I think they, they're ahead of the game right now. They're understanding the game, and that's a big part. And um, it, it's fun to watch these guys play. Yeah, no doubt. Um, look, my Cowboys are playing the Bucks tonight. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to be at home. The winner of that game is going to face the 49ers, which I don't like. I would much prefer to face Philly, as, as dumb as that sounds. Are my Cowboys going to win tonight, bro, or is this going to be the end of the season? You know, I, I, I would give them the edge, but a lot of these, uh, the national media, for whatever reason, they they on Tom Brady's uh, bandwagon right now. They're giving uh, Tampa – to win, and uh, I, I just don't see it. Uh, Tampa Bay, when you look at it, no matter how you – they're they're not a very good football team. They show that throughout this year. And all right, they can get hot at the right time, but I, I just think the Cowboys, uh, their defense is going to have a plan to, to slow Brady down, and they're going to do just enough on offense, I think, to get the job done tonight. Very good, partner. Well, look, thanks so much for the time. Uh, are, are you going to be coming to the game tonight? I know you got some family issues. Are you coming to the ball game tonight? Uh, yeah. Uh, look, my brother loved to listen to us on the radio. He was a, a big fan of you know high school football and and listened to our broadcast. So uh, I will one hundred percent be there for him tonight. Respect the hell out of you for that, brother. Thanks so much for the time. We're praying for you. Love you, man. Love you. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's Coach Brian Colley. He is dealing with some – I wasn't going to mention it, but he, he, he did, so I, I think I'm at liberty to say now. His brother passed away over the weekend, um, and he's right. His brother did love the work that we did or do. Uh, he loved listening. Many times we would give shout-outs you know, at campgrounds or whatever it may be. Um, Michael Colley was a good man, and I've only had a, a few interactions, but one of them was in his home. Uh, or his former home out in Texas after a girls' basketball playoff game. And it was made clear to me from the second that I walked into the house, anything that's in here, you're welcome to it, brother. You want to you know, eat a snack? Just go dig. You, know, you want a drink? Just go dig. And there are not very many people like that to welcome someone that they don't He didn't know me from the man on the moon. I mean, he knew me through Brian. Um, to Sandy... His wife, we're, we're thinking and we're praying to, you know, Miss Marion and, you know, obviously Coach and, and Brent and Scott and all the family, all the Kali family, we are thinking and praying for you guys. And please, please know if there's anything at all that we could do for you all, uh, please, please uh, reach out as, as we're here. We're, we're, we're here and we're not going anywhere. Uh, and I meant that at the end, too. Um, 
love that guy, man. He he does a lot for me. We we talk, we communicate, we we partner up together and do some things, and we tag team. You know, he's doing some sales and radio, and you know, he's helping with a little venture that I got going on. I know that if I need something, that that he's got my back, and and likewise, I I know that he knows that you know I got his too. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to go to Brandon Brown of Terrebonne High School. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy's find new roads. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit TG Health System. Com. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. We got a lot of folks off of work from today. If you're off of work, barbecuing, spend the time with the family, celebrating this amazing day, please do so safely and responsibly. 
If you are going to catch a ball game today, you come by the gym, don't uh, hesitate, say hi, reach out, let's let's talk for a little bit, uh, which is exactly what we're going to be doing right now. We're going to go to the phone lines and chat with Tara Bowen, boys basketball coach, Coach Brandon Brown. Coach Brown, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, Case. I'm fine. How you doing? Doing fine, man. It is a fun time of the year. Everything's in kind of the stretch run. District plays beginning. You guys have had some good district results, winning some close competitive games, but you fell on the wrong end of a district result over the weekend, uh, falling to Destrahan. Tell us about that game, man. What went wrong for your team? Uh, we just came out flat. You know, De- uh, Destrahan jumped in on us. Uh, I think it was 15-2 to two at the beginning of the first three minutes, and uh, just couldn't get right back on track. I mean, we played hard second, third, and fourth. I think we won all of those quarters but we couldn't make up that deficit. So we just got to come out stronger and uh, not take things for granted and make sure that uh, we do the things throughout the week so we don't get disciplined so we can have our right starting five. And so just waiting that time we can have the same five for a lot of games in a row. But I don't think that's going to happen no time soon. But I can't waver from my expectations. Talk about that uh, because, A, I applaud the hell out of what you're doing there because it would be very easy to, you know, slide things under the rug and do what's the easiest to win. But you got to pay the rent eventually. If you do those things, it's going to bite you in the long run. Talk about that juggling act of, hey, they're kids, they're going to make some mistakes, but we also got to lay down the foundations and the principles we're going to build this program on. I'm sure it's tough at times, but I applaud you so much so and respect so much so the way that you're doing that right now at Terrebonne. Of course, we have to understand that, you know, I really want to build a, the, the culture up around Turbone. So nobody, uh, even myself, is bigger than the culture that we, that we that we lay down. And coming to practice on time, being uh, having high energy, you know, showing up to practice, period, and, and being coachable and having the right attitude is something that we're not going to waver on. And, uh, you know, just having to get the players to buy in. Yeah, the wins are nice, but... We want to make sure that the kids are coming from Hummer Junior High and other uh, feeder schools let them know that, that things that we are not going to tolerate. And we want to make sure that we're uh, having that from the top bottom, that, that no parent, no, no player can come in and say, hey, that person did this so I can do it, but making sure we're doing everything the right way so they know the expectation is solid, the foundation will be solid, and myself and my staff won't waver from that no matter how good you are. Yeah, I, I applaud that, brother. That's the right way to do it. You guys are currently sitting at number 13. Your score against Destrehan was not locked, so you may move a little bit here or there, depending on that result getting posted. Got a big week coming up. Be taking on East St. John, their seven-win team. You got a home of Christian team coming in. Uh, then you guys are going to be taking on Thibodeau. Some opportunities to get some wins. Three big games coming up this week for your crew. Yeah, I mean, uh, after, you know, falling to Destrehan, again, they, 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 they got on us. And it's a challenge for our team. I think that when we are challenged, we respond. I think all of those those wins we had in a row, uh, coming from how, how we were last year with a few wins, that we got kind of big-headed a little bit and, and stopped doing the little things. Now I think that that loss, I hate to be that coach, to be like, oh, that loss was good for us. I hate losing, but. I really do think that uh, we're going to right this ship and, uh, uh, you know, play a good East St. John team and then bounce back against a, a well-coached uh, Thibodeau, I mean, a uh, uh, Hummer Christian team and then uh, finish at the end of the week. All that uh, Thibodeau is really a tough home crowd. But I think 
that we can put it all together game by game and uh, finish this week out strong. This district is nuts, man. You know, I think that um, you guys and Hanville going into it were kind of considered on paper the two best teams. We've seen Bourgeois play well. They challenged you all. They went on the road. They won a game against Thibodeau. Central Lafouche gave you guys all kinds of hell. That first matchup out in Matthews, you guys kind of slip up against Destrehan. East St. John's got some athletes. Like every time you take the floor in this district, if you're not playing well, you're going to have a little L next to your name by the time you get back on the bus. And there you go. That's why it's so, so important just to do the little thing. You know, the little things of, you know, boxing out, bouncing the floor, uh, taking good shots, quality shots, making your free throws, not turn the ball over uh, can be the difference between those wins and losses. And, you know, you're playing a good quality uh, opponent every Tuesday and Friday. So I, we knew that uh, the records coming in, Hanville and, and ourselves had the best records, but I know that uh, we wasn't going to run the table uh, against any of those teams. But I think that, uh, you know, if we, we keep doing our thing, uh, playing the right way, I think that we, we can be up at the top of the district if we continue to do and, and play uh, turbulent basketball. Brandon, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, and if I did, I apologize, but I think it's so interesting and so fascinating because we live in a in a culture and a society today where everybody thinks that their kid is going to be the next LeBron James, the next Steph Curry, and that, you know, I see parents on social media who have like fifth and sixth graders who are talking about their kid being ranked and their kid getting slept on. And so I'm going to ask you this. You play college basketball. Hell, you play professional basketball. To get to those levels... What do you have to do? What separates a good high school player from a good college player? What separates a good college player from a pro player? What do you have to do? What work does it take? Because I know it's not as easy as people on Facebook think it is. What do you have to do to reach those high levels? It, it takes incredible sacrifice. It takes where uh, uh, most kids, they get up and play the video games. You don't have that luxury. You know, you got to be up at 6 a.m. And if you're having a busy day of school, you go going to, uh, to the gym before school even starts. You know, it takes staying after practice, not just being a, a hard worker in practice, but spending the two and three hours afterwards. You know, you, your friends going to parties, you can't do that. You have to go to the gym and work on your craft, and you have to study your craft. And it is exhausting. And sometimes it's not fair, but in the end it pays off for you. And, and just also being a competitor, too that we can have the skill set, we can have the talent, but if you're not tough enough, a tough average player like uh, so many schools have that can just come and just knock you off your game, but just being uh, just just gritty. So it just takes an unwavering commitment and sacrifice that a lot of these, these kids have. They have the talent. They, they go to the trainers, and they have flashy games. But, again, when you get on that court, a lot of gritty players can knock you off of that that uh, that uh, that pedestal because you 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 you're playing against cones, you're playing against those little little stacks. But when you play against real players, and it, it takes a lot more than just being skillful. It takes just just a lot of competitiveness and passion for the game. And look, man, and this is just you know an observation that I made. I don't know anything about anything, I and mean, I never played at a high level, never really played much at all. I feel like one thing that gets lost is there are so many players that are so focused on 
I'm going to make the step back three-pointer like Steph Curry. I'm going to drive to the goal, and I'm going to make a reverse layup. In transition, I'm going to two-hand dunk. And there's not enough emphasis put on, hey, I'm going to be a good screener. Hey, I'm going to get back on defense. Hey, I'm going to rebound well. Like I feel like in today's day and age where we're all looking for that sizzle of going viral, we lose a lot of the little things that it like PJ Tucker's a great example, Brandon. I'm a big 76er fan. The guy will go a month without scoring. But guess what? Every year his team's in the playoffs because he does all the little nasty things that no one wants to do. That's why he's almost 40 still playing in the league. Casey, I think you've been spying in on my practices. I talk about <laughs> PJ Tucker every day, you know, and it's just his commitment to do everything else but scoring, you know, and I think that's a lost art that that uh, um, the kids these days, and I'm, I'm not picking on them. They're really with the most talented group that, that's, that's come out in, in this generation. But we have to ask ourselves, and he's, some, some coaches around here have to ask their players, what can you contribute to this game without scoring? And, and uh, some people – they, they they can't answer that question. So you got to add uh, uh, more to your games and just just score it. And also, like you said, being a screener, being just being a talker, being a good communicator is, is big in, in high school school sports. So I mean, we just got to get more a uh, more uh, how can a, having a kid feel good about getting rebounds, getting assists. Because, you know, kids these days, if they go talk to their friends, their first question is, how many points you had? And you can see it on the court when a kid is trying to score instead of letting the scoring come to them come to them and taking the best shot. So, uh, you know, kids can be kids, but it's uh, uh, a terrible. We're going to make sure we're trying to play the right way all the time. Yep, no doubt. You got a big one tomorrow. What are some keys to victory? What are some things you guys got to do well? Uh, just taking care of the ball. You know, in the first quarter, you know, I, I charted those stats. We had 11 turnovers and 11 turnovers in eight minutes. That's just a recipe for a disaster. And uh, we definitely cooked that up on uh, last Friday. But if we take care of the ball and we rebound against a very athletic uh, East St. John team, and I know uh, Coach uh, East St. John going to have them uh, ready to play us. But we know we want to play fast. And once they slow us down, we have uh, a big player. And, and Bethancourt that we can dump it down to. And if they, they sink in, we can kick it out to our shooters. So we got to make sure we plan that, that ebb and flow of quick and slow, um, using our big guy, using our quick guards in transition. So if we do those things, um, winning should be on, on, on the right side for us. Good stuff, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy your day, man. Thank you. Thanks for all that you do, Casey. Appreciate yep. it. That's Coach Brandon Brown doing an excellent job. Love talking ball with him, man, because he's seen so much of it, right? You go play overseas and you play college at Tulane. Like, he's seen so much of it, and he'll tell it to you like it is. And, and, and that's the challenge they got at Terrebonne right now is they got talent for days, man. Like, you've got dudes on that roster. You've got a big 6'8 or 6'7, whatever he is. I don't know. It might even be 6'9, six, six, I don't know, whatever he is. You got shooting around him. You've got athletic slashers around him. Defensively, you've got length, so you could be all kinds of disruptive because you're long and athletic, could get deflections, get out in transition. Just gotta get the kids to buy in, man. Like they're you know, these issues of you know missing practices and different lineups and for a team that 
their record now is 15 and four. Come on, man. Like, let, let's do a little bit of that extra. Let's buy in. Like, let, let, let's go. You guys have a chance to do something special. So hopefully they could get those issues under wraps. And that one loss is not going to harm them long term. You know, they'll get back on, on the horse and start winning some games. Coach Brandon's doing an excellent job. Schedule break. When we get back, we're going to Andrew Kiowet of HL Bourgeois. His team got their biggest win, maybe, of the season against Thibodeau. We'll chat with Andrew about the way his team is playing. It's play by play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274 DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun. 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all new Rage and Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Thibodeau. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea.
HL Bourgeois got a big win on Friday. They were one of the big local winners. They got a victory on the road against Thibodeau. That's never easy to do. Uh, we go to the phone lines now and have their boys basketball coach, Coach Andrew Kaiwet, on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Good, great. How are you? Doing fine, man. Um, look, I know it had to be a good feeling for your team, which has had a rough go of it to start, but has had some close ones and some competitive games that you couldn't finish. To go on the road and get a gutsy win like that against Thibodeau, I'm sure that had to make you guys awfully proud. Yeah, I mean, look, we I didn't anticipate how young we were going to be this year, uh, and we're playing we're playing everybody tough. We just can't get over the top. Seem to get over the top. Uh, we we lost at Terrebonne in the open up district by seven, and it was a closer game than that. Uh, we we. Uh, we lost at home against Destrehan, uh by two. Uh, we cut it to one late and had a couple opportunities to win the game, just just couldn't close it out. Uh, we lost at East St. John by 10, and it was, again, much closer than that. Uh, we just, we've shown spurts, and uh, one of my players said that, and, and it's true. He said, we just, we're just not consistent enough. And I'm sure he's heard us say that, but but it's true. And and when the when the kids start piping the right thing, that's that's a good thing. And uh, you know, we we went to the to the uh, to the uh, Thibodeau High game, and and we disciplined a little bit. We sat a couple of normal starters, one just because we didn't feel he was performing up to his capabilities, and one just giving us some some classroom problems. And uh, it seemed to seemed to get both of those kids going in particular, and, and we just played so much better. And uh, you know, we played, we finally played well down, really, really well down the stretch, and uh, was able to close it out. And you know, and Tony's at Thibodeau's in the same situation as us. Look, I, I think I think we played eight the other night. We got a key freshman that's hurt right now, so in our top nine. We have uh, we have four freshmen, two sophomores, one which is totally green, first year ever playing basketball, and and a, a junior, and then a couple of seniors that are role players after that. Uh, so I mean, look, it's it's gonna it's gonna be uh, some uh, some pitfalls this year, and we just got to keep getting better and better and better because obviously we're not only playing for now, but we plan for the future. One of the things, and I was able to watch the back end of your game on Friday, one of the things that I noticed um, earlier in the season, and I'll take the game against South LaFouche at your place as an example because that's another game that I saw. You guys were down about 10, 12 points in the fourth quarter of that game, and it felt like everybody was maybe just kind of looking for the next guy to like make that big play. Like No one really grabbed the bull by the horns. On Friday, it looked like everybody was kind of working together. Like, hey, man, let's go do this. Like, is that just experience of being in those situations more? Like, they know better what to do? Or was that a coachable moment that you guys had to coach them through that? What's led to that? Because you guys noticeably were more comfortable in that down-the-stretch situation Friday compared to earlier in the season. Well, number one, our record right now is, is mainly due to me because I've always been in the belief as you schedule so tough and you look at our schedule and, and I'll put our schedule up against anybody in the state and you're playing the Jesuits and the brother Martins and the, the Denim Springs and all of those people like that, you know, so we took a lot of knocks early cause we weren't ready to play. 
And uh, so I, I think it's I think it's a combination of things. I think it's the experience of going through all of those trials and tribulations. I think it's you know I, I got a great coaching staff. I think we we're all on the same page, and we just we just keep preaching and preaching and preaching the right things to do. And then I think it's just the kids finally realizing you know that that's the right things to do. And uh, I, I think uh, you know, and, and you hear so much more positive on the floor uh you 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 know my leaders on the same page as what we are now uh i just i think it's i think it's a good thing and look you know you 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 can go out tomorrow night and it just doesn't go well for you You just never know i mean we we play in a in a playoff atmosphere every night in this district it's so tough uh but but you're right like against against south lafouche we when we played south the first time at the Thibodeau tournament, I felt, and that was earlier in the season, and I felt like we competed. And, and, uh, BJ just took over the game in our place. And, uh, I thought he just, he killed us in transition. We never stopped it. And it's just like, it's just like we didn't compete. And look, we were down to Destrahan at home by 21 in the third quarter, and we never stopped competing. And the competition got us back. And I just think the kids are starting to believe more and more and more. And we keep telling them we're not that far away. We're really not that far away. This season, you guys are a little ways back, currently sitting at number 40. I guess if you guys get super hot, you can maybe get into the top 28. But as you said, you're playing for more than just this season because you got just about the, the whole you know, kit and caboodle coming back. Talk about the importance of finishing this year strong and trying to take some momentum uh, going forward. Well, look, I, I I stole this from a good coaching friend of mine, Mark Sanders, when he was at Central, and I remember he was he was young one year. They were at our tournament, and I think Allender was spanking the you know what out of him. And Mark kept saying on the sideline, "Come on, guys, we're not just playing for now; we're playing for tomorrow and and various things." And and look, they they were getting pounded, and they came back and made a game of it within that game, and Ellen ended up coming back and winning. But I, I've been preaching that to the kids: we're not just playing for today; we're playing for tomorrow. And look, it, it's it's uh, we we haven't talked about records, we haven't talked, you know. And I I think when you're when your uh, record is not very good, you shouldn't talk much about records. I think when your record is very very good, you shouldn't talk much about records. I think when you're fighting for spots and you and you're pretty good, I think you start talking about look, we're a game back here. We want to, we need to do this and so forth. So I think it's it's way beyond now, and, and that stinks for the seniors of this team. And you're not giving up on now, but it's it's a like you said, it's a long shot to to say we're going to make the playoffs. And look, you'd be playing as one of the better teams. However. If we would make the playoffs, you're going to be playing against one of the better teams, but you're going to also be red hot. So, I mean, if somehow, some, and, and that's what you always say as a coach, if somehow you could get to the dance, you never know, you never know what you can do at the dance. So, so I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a long shot, but, but, uh, if we can get in, that's great. If we can't get in, it's, it, like you said, it's vital that we end strong and, you know, a week after the off season, after the season ends, we're going to start working for the next season, and 
and we'll be a lot more experienced and they'll have been through the wars. And I, I think, I still think that's the importance of scheduling tough because these kids, a lot of them as freshmen have already been through the war already. So now the war is going to get easier and easier and easier for them. Got Hanville tomorrow. And I know that this is a district with a lot of parity, but at least looking at it from the outside in, looks like they may be the favorites right now. You've seen some tape. Do you think that they're probably the top team that everybody's trying to gun for right now in the district? Well, look, just like I would hope, I would hope we're we're uh, looked at. Uh, I think you know, whenever you have a Tony Clark team, a Yusef Jasmine team, or so forth. You know those kids are going to always play hard. They're going to always be well coached. They're going to always do the right things. And, and right now, the L'Oreal kid is is the best player in our district. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And when you got a dog, you know, I mean, you're always in the hunt. And uh, and that kid's special. And, and that's that's in my my my. He's obviously the first player in my notes and. The, the biggest thing that I got in my notes is he's the man. He can he can score from any level, three-point shot, mid-range, attack. And the scary thing about that is he kind of reminds me of A.J. Rainey, that he's an incredible passer and a willing passer. So he's the kind of guy that, that passes kids open. He's, he's, a, he's a strong kid, so he's a solid defender. And I mean, you know, look, they, they've got other players, but it begins and ends with him. And, uh, you know, and, and they're going to play up-tempo. We're going to have to make sure we get back in transition. And we're going to have to, you know, make sure we take care of our easy responsibilities and, and making our easy shots, making layups, making free throws. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to play really well to compete with them. Uh, but you play really well, and, and you can shock everybody, too. So let, let's talk about this. I had Brandon Brown on in the last segment of the show, and one of the discussions that we were having is that it's difficult today to try to get kids to want to do the work that's necessary to win, but that isn't necessarily glorified. And we were talking about how kids today, they're walking down the halls at the end of a game, and they're asked, how many points did you score? They, didn't, they don't get asked, you know, how many good screens did you set, or how many rebounds did you get, or how many deflections did you get? And Brandon and I were talking about how it's just a societal thing is, you know, we glorify points because that's the easiest thing to track and whatever it may be, but there's so much more that goes into it than that. At HL Bourgeois, what are some things you guys do to try to make sure that the kids understand, hey, yeah, if you score 20, that's awesome, but if you score five, but you're always on the floor and you get eight rebounds and four steals, like you're helping us win every bit as much as the other kid who scored 20. Well, one thing is we we just and I would never accept not playing defense and and look you have better defenders and you have but you got to you got to give effort playing defense. I I called we were playing a JV round robin the other day and there wasn't many people in the stands and they had a kid that that my son had just put on the floor and and he wasn't playing you know we were we were busting our tail playing defense and he's fifteen feet off his man and loudly so that everybody in the gym knew it you know he he got taken to the bench and i told him why and he sat for and that was probably in the first second quarter and he sat for the rest of the game well the kid came back and he he played he played a a hell of a game the rest of the way you know the next games and uh and and i and i i glorified him and the fact that he had he had two monster 
checkouts later in the game. And I, I think that's what you have to do as a coach. You have to glorify the unsung things. You have to, you know, a kid makes a great pass, and a kid goes to a layup, and, and he makes the layup. Obviously, you say, you know, you can say good job on the layup, but you glorify that pass. You glorify, hey, you scored because of that pick. You read it right. You flare cut. You you uh, curled it. You did whatever, but you wouldn't have been responsible for it unless unless you got the pick. You know, when our guards, when we said ball screens, if if uh, if a kid comes to set a screen and that guard doesn't hold still until a screen's set, and we get a blocking foul off of that, you know, you you darn well tell a kid, you know, first of all, the screen, or you got to stay still. But the next thing is, guard, you got the foul on that kid because you didn't play the play right. You didn't let the screen develop. And, and I think that's a big thing. Uh, Chris Coleman had a big game the other night against, uh, against Thibodeau. And, and I glorified to him, not the points that he scored, but that he had seven steals. And, and again, I think you just got to keep, as a coach, keep harping on it, keep harping on it, keep harping on it. Look, you do checkout drills. But checkout drills are checkout drills. They're, they're a controlled thing. So you have to teach your kids the, the meat and potatoes of it. And, and look, go ahead. And I, I talked to one of our big kids the other night. He had a good game. And he got three rebounds. I said, that's unacceptable. You can't have three rebounds in a game as a post player. you got to go get me some rebounds. So I guarantee you that kid's going to work hard. And I, I think you just harp on it and harp on it and harp on it. Praise them for the good things. Point out the bad things. And I, I think I, I think Brandon's totally right. And look, the big thing is, back in my day, back in your day, kids ate and slept the game of basketball. Nowadays, ninety nine percent of them, you got them for the two hours that you got them, and then they don't touch a basketball until you get them again. And you know, back in the day, that just wasn't so. I remember playing in college. And, and going through a three-hour practice and getting getting back to the room and and eating eating supper and and going to study hall and then we got together and played on our own for two or three hours at night. Uh, you just don't see that near as much now as you did then. Yeah, no doubt. Well, brother, we thank you so much for the time. Good luck this week, and we'll chat again soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Casey. Yep, that is Coach Andrew Kiwet doing an excellent job. His team is getting better. And his team is making some strides, and down the stretch, they're not going to be a warm, fuzzy out for anybody because they're going to be a tough team to contend with. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll give our W's and L's. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. 
Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. I'm like the water when you sip rolled in that night. Got our W's and our L's to hand out. It's play-by-play. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. Sincerely hope that. Um, Take advantage of your day off. Spend some time with family members. Look, we know. And uh, go back and listen to the beginning of the show in the archives if you want more details and specifics. We know now more than ever um, that family time is precious and it may not be an opportunity that you get later. So if you're off today, and you're not working, you're barbecuing, um, call your partners that you ain't seen in a while, call your brother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle. Um, if there are any elderly relatives that maybe don't move around as much, go let them off a plate. Let them know that you love them. They're not going to be there every every single day of life. They're going to uh, someday be a time where you're going to wish that you could go and bring that plate, and they're no longer going to be with us. It's W's and L's here on Play by Play. Hope everybody... Um, is enjoying themselves and hope everybody enjoys this segment. We've got the San Francisco 49ers who get a W. Um, because they were losing at one time <laughs> in the second quarter of their game with the Seahawks. They were actually losing at halftime against the Seahawks, 17-16. to 16. I was doing radio for Nickel State University in their win against Northwestern on the men's side of things, and I look at the phone and I see they're losing 17-16. I was like, damn, damn. 
I get in the car after the game's over, and it's an absolute massacre. So in the second half, the 49ers ballooned it out. Brock Purdy started the game slow, but ended the game late. 18 of 30, 332 yards, three touchdowns. McCaffrey goes over 100 yards. Debo goes over 100 yards. Ioka 73 yards. This is just a team of dudes, bruh. Like, I don't know any other way to explain it. It's just a team full of dudes. They got guys who are dudes. If you know ball, you know what I'm talking about. Debo Samuel is a dude. He could play free safety. He could play outside linebacker. He does play receiver. He could play a little running back. Like, just football guy. McCaffrey, he could play slot receiver. He could play outside receiver. He could play running back. I'm sure he could, you know, return kicks and Kittle and use check and they just got dudes and Brock Purdy the quarterback <laughs> he's pretty much a dude too at this point he's playing exceptionally well and L goes to Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers I told you guys last week that the Jags and the Chargers would be the most entertaining game of the weekend and I told you the reason why it was going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend I told you it's because both teams don't know how to win. So both teams are going to make mistakes. I challenged Justin Herbert on this show last week. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of, oh, bro, we fumbled. Oh, bro, we had some penalties. Oh, bro, we missed a field goal. I'm tired of that crap. If you want to be considered Joe Burrow, if you want to be considered one of the best quarterbacks in the sport, it's time to win some damn games of significance, and it's tired. It's time. It's time to stop blaming everybody else for all of the problems that you have around you. Justin Herbert was leading the Jaguars twenty-seven to nothing. Trevor Lawrence threw the ball to them four times. Do you really think? Does anybody in the world think? That if Joe Burrow gets spotted a 27-0 lead and gets gifted four turnovers that he's going to lose? Hell no, he ain't going to lose. Get out here with this Justin Herbert. I know all brothers' defense, they gave up. They scored three points in the second half. That's not all defense. Put the damn game away. Get first downs, move the chains, possess the ball. They're not going to have the ball. They won't be able to score. I'm tired of it. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do the Justin Herbert's the big stud elite quarterback anymore. I'm done. Because at some point when you lose games that you're supposed to win every week, at some point it's your fault. You're the leader of the team. At some point it is your fault. Go score more than three points and a half, bruh. Out of here, man. Ain't no business losing that game to the Jaguars. That was embarrassing. W goes to Sam Hubbard of the Cincinnati Bengals. Big fat guy touchdown. No play changed the weekend more than Sam Hubbard's fumble recovery for a touchdown. The Ravens were tied with Cincinnati. We're going up to take a seven-point lead. Uh, Huntley dives over the pile to try to get a quarterback sneak touchdown. He was nowhere near the goal line. No clue why he did what he did. The ball gets knocked out. Sam Hubbard goes 98-99 yards for a touchdown. Instead of being down seven, the Bengals are up seven, and they never looked back. They got a playoff win over Baltimore. I'm glad the Bengals are done playing Baltimore because, man, week 18 wasn't pretty. Last night wasn't pretty. The Ravens just have a little mojo when they play the Bengals and uh, survive, survive in advance. An L from that same situation goes to Lamar Jackson. This Lamar Jackson stuff is getting old. 
and I ain't talking about the injury. Because I know that he's fragile, and I know that he's made of glass, and I know that he shouldn't get a $300 million contract. We've talked about that ad nauseum. Wasn't even at the game yesterday. Look, it's one thing to not play, and I have to assume that his injury is legitimate because, you know, he says it is, the team says it is. I have my doubts that it takes that long to heal from that type of injury where there are no torn ligaments and no broken bones, but I have to take him at his word. He said he couldn't play because his knee was too unstable. Was your knee too unstable to stand on the sidelines and be a teammate? Your knee wasn't too unstable to take to Twitter, which is what we always do. We're the social media champion of the world. After losses, we're criticizing fans. We're talking about this. We're talking about that. We're retweeting tweets from other people saying that we got to get it paid and get a contract extension. We're the social media heavyweight champion of the world. Our knee wasn't too unstable to explain. Oh, bro, I'm hurt. It's worse than I thought. But it was too unstable to sit on a chair in the sidelines and support your team and be the leader of that team. Ain't no damn leader. Get out of here. This is why even when healthy, it's an early exit. Because to win big, high-stakes playoff games, you need a leader of men to go past the elites in the sport. Lamar Jackson ain't that. Baltimore needs to do this in the offseason. They need to franchise him, ship his ass somewhere else. You'll be better for it. Don't make that $300 million mistake. You'll be the next Denver. I promise You'll be the next Denver. Weekend W goes to Daniel Jones of the New York Football Giants. Speaking of $300 million mistakes, the Giants opted against giving Daniel Jones a big contract in the preseason, actually terminating the fifth-year option on his rookie contract, which means instead of having him next season, he's an unrestricted free agent, could go to anywhere. Daniel Jones said, all right, bet led them to the playoffs, and then played excellent yesterday. 34 of 35, 301 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 17 carries, 78 yards. Daniel Jones was awesome yesterday. I think he would be wise, but it looks like he fits Brian Dable's system really well. I think he'd be wise to re-up with the Giants in the offseason. But I think to a man, the Giants would probably tell you now they made a mistake. They messed that up. They made a mistake. They should have exercised that fifth-year option and bought themselves some more time. Mike McDaniel of the Miami Dolphins, you get a weekend L. You're playing Skylar Thompson, who's maybe the worst playoff quarterback that I've ever seen in my life. You're facing the Bills. You're a big underdog. You fall behind early and some kind of way rally back, get back into the game, even have a great chance to win the game, even have a lead in the second half of the game. And just you, you continue to keep throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing. Thompson, their quarterback yesterday, had 45 pass attempts. He was 18 of 45, turned it over a couple of times. They ran the ball 20 times. And look, they were not effective running the ball, so I understand why there would be a little bit of a hesitancy to commit to the ground game, but you've got to figure out a way to scheme up a running game better than that. You can't ask Skylar Thompson to throw the ball six more times than Josh Allen does in a game. Skylar Thompson wasn't even an efficient passing quarterback in college, much less in an NFL playoff game. Come on, give me a break. 
you know, you're on the sideline, you're all loosey-goosey, you're vaping on the sideline, doing all the cool kid stuff. Here's a cool kid thing to do. Come up with a damn good game plan. The Dolphins did not have one yesterday. Weekend W goes to Simone Augustus. Statue put in place in Baton Rouge. Simone gets her rightful place in LSU women's basketball history. Hell, not even just women's basketball history. LSU University history. The Tigers roll, get another decisive win, stay undefeated. It was all about Simone yesterday, rightfully so. One of the great Louisiana athletes in sports history of our state. Great Lady Tiger, great WNBA player, great athlete, period. We don't have to clarify all she's a a great female athlete. We don't have to tell she's a great women's basketball player. Nope, she's just a great athlete, period. Simone gets her rightful place in the sun. Weekend L goes to officiating in general. We've got to do better. We've got to do better. Locally, we've got to do better. People call me out on Facebook, all bro. No, do better. Do your job better. Nationally, we've got to do better. If not for fast replay or whatever the hell they call it now, there would have been some critical misses over the weekend that would have changed the shape of the playoffs. We are missing too many calls on the field live. Way too many. The Buffalo game yesterday lasted like almost four hours because we have to review and meet and officiating gets an L. Get out of my face. I'm tired of seeing white hats explaining and I'm tired of hearing referee commentators have to explain and justify what's being done. Simplify things. Get calls right on the field. I'm even open to paying those guys incentive-based contracts like the players to where we're rewarding the guys who get more calls right than the ones who don't. We got to figure something out because it was a mess. It was a mess at every level that I watched this weekend. It was a mess. A W goes to Caleb Huffman of Nickel State University. Huffman absolutely dominated the game yesterday, uh, Saturday as the Colonels got a win over Northwestern. Making shots from the outside, making shots from the inside, circus shots, great dribbles. Huffman was unbelievable. Was the best player on the floor for the Colonels in a big win, a win that they absolutely positively had to have. A weekend L goes to LSU men's basketball. Look, I say this often, and I mean it. On this show, every once in a while, I get one right, and I pat myself on the back, and I say often, what do I say, guys? If you listen every day, you know what I say. I say I I pat myself on the back because I also know that when I get one wrong, I put my foot in my mouth. I'm putting my foot in my mouth right now. I said after beating Arkansas, I said that LSU was going to surprise some teams in SEC play. LSU's terrible. (laughs) LSU is terrible. They got beat by 40, 106-66 against Alabama over the weekend. Absolutely blasted. You know why LSU beat Arkansas? Because Arkansas is terrible, too. They're 1-4 in SEC play, and they were woefully overrated. The Tigers are not going to be in contention. They're not going to make the NCAA tournament. And guess what? That's okay. This was never supposed to be a year of prosperity. We were kind of out kicking our coverage early in the year. Survive, win a few home games, get a few upsets here and there. It's okay for Matt McMahon to have that one year to try to rebuild. Weekend W goes to Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers won two games in back-to-back nights, beating Utah by a point because of an Embiid jumper with five seconds to play. 
beating the Lakers last night because of a strong performance from Embiid, who was absolutely dominant on the inside. He finished the game 21 of um, excuse me, 12 of 21 from the field, 35 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. I have no idea. Look, we talk about NBA MVP stuff, and like I hear Giannis, I hear Luca, I hear whoever, I hear a whole list of guys. I never hear Joel Embiid. Why not? He averages 33 points and 10 rebounds with four assists. Like the dude is unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's a great defender on top of that. We never hear his name, and I don't necessarily understand why. But Embiid is, um, boy, he's a good one. And he had two exceptional games over the weekend to lead the Philadelphia 76ers. And L goes on the same breath. Russell Westbrook of the Los Angeles Lakers. Last night, he showed why he is the worst player in the NBA. Down one, late. Does he pass the ball to LeBron? Nope. Does he pass the ball to anyone? Nope. Does he get up a shot? Nope. Does he do anything productive? Nope. He dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and then, oh crap, the clock's running out. Let me drive to the goal, get it stolen. They don't even get a shot up. They lose by one. Russell Westbrook has an admirable personality trait in that he's an super-duper alpha, so he wants to take matters into his own hands. I actually respect that more than I respect LeBron James, who, while Russ was dribbling and making a fool of himself, LeBron was hiding in the corner near half court, not wanting any part of the situation. So I respect the fact that Russ actually wanted the ball. But there's no respecting what he did after that. Just dribble, 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 turnover. It's got to be better. The Lakers are 19-24. and They're a mess. We told you in the preseason that they would be a mess, but boy, it's even more of a pretty mess than what I ever imagined that it would be. Those are W's and L's. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll give you some betting picks really quick here on Play by Play. We'll be right back after this. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. So Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-319-6697. It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. 
You may think every weather app is the same, until you see Weatherbug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, Weatherbug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. It's play-by-play play here on KLEB. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. We've got one segment to go. I'll give you some betting picks, and then we'll quickly get out of here. Tonight, my Cowboys are facing the Bucks. Oh, 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 nauseating. Have faith, just glare. How about them Cowboys? My Cowboys minus two and a half over Tampa tonight. I think Dallas is going to go on the road, play well. I think they're going to get pressure on Tom Brady. Give me my Cowboys tonight to beat Brady and the Bucks. Not just picking with my heart on this one. I actually think the Cowboys are going to find a way to get a win. I think they'll slow down the game. I think they'll protect their defense a little bit at times. I think they'll get some stops. How about them Cowboys? Give me Dallas to get a win over Tampa tonight. Along those same lines, Give me Noah Brown over 18 and a half receiving yards tonight for Dallas. It's Dak Prescott's life mission to get Noah Brown involved. They throw the ball to Noah Brown more than they throw it to C.D. Lamb seemingly sometimes. Eight and a half or 18 and a half yards feels like um, easy money there for Noah Brown. I like over 222 for the Pelicans and the Cavs. That game actually starts at two, so get that uh, that wager placed and laid in there. Tonight, I like over 229.5 for the Grizzlies and the Suns. I think Memphis is going to put it on. Uh, Phoenix score a lot of points. Um, so I like the over being carried in that one. Is there any college basketball that I like tonight? You bet there is. I like, <clears throat> let's see, right here on the list, I like Purdue minus four over Michigan State. I think the Boilermakers will get a big win. And then I also like Florida A&M minus one over Mississippi Valley. Mississippi Valley is real bad. They shouldn't be only a one-point underdog against anybody on the road. So I like that matchup there. Let's put a pin uh, put a pin in this show. We thank everybody so much for the time. Tomorrow we'll keep the train rolling. We've got high school basketball tonight. Hope to see you there. You've been listening to Play by Play. This is Casey Just Glare. Adios, y'all. Have a great day.